Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Hello, you guys. What's up? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're on episode 34. I hope you guys are doing well. Today, I'm wearing a... I always just feel like I need a preface for the listeners who aren't watching on YouTube. Like, just like let you guys into like what the YouTube familia is seeing. And right now, I'm wearing... It's hard to tell, but I'm wearing my like full-on loose, pretty baggy free people one piece that is I always joke is like a cotton garbage bag and every time I have this on I can't help but think of like I can't help but feel like I'm the you know the how do I say it the aunt the art teacher aunt that's I don't know why I struggled so hard to say that I just always feel like I'm the art teacher aunt when I'm wearing this or more specifically Mia Thermopolis's mom Tell me you know what that is. From Princess Diaries, like, I just always feel like her mom. I just can't help but picture the scene of when they're throwing the darts at the balloons that are filled with paint. Tell me you know this. Princess Diaries was iconic. Also, I have oil in my hair. So if you're also watching on YouTube and you're like, sister, what's going on? This is why if you're up to date on my YouTube vlogs, I kind of mentioned how I've been wanting to take better care of my hair and stuff. And I said that I was going to do more oil treatments, but this is why I did it in the past because I feel like I'm constantly filming and it's just another, it's too much planning for me to be like, okay, oil your hair now and then you're going to shower here so then you can film this after when your hair's dry. I just, it's too much for me. I'm not, I don't have my life together like that. So this is just what you're going to get. If you want Live Fit to have healthier hair, you're going to see the process of me having oil in my hair. My brother actually, a few days ago, he was just like giving me crap and he was like, and you're walking around with your wet hair. I was like, it's not wet. There's just, there's oil in it, but but thank you. And then he was so grossed out. Anyways, I hope that was able to, you know, give a visual for the listeners so you know what you're you're working with on the other side of the mic. So for gratitude today, I'm just really thankful for summer right now. Like I, this is my favorite season. I saw something the other day where uh, people were stoked because fall scented candles and stuff came out. I was like, count me out. It's still the beginning of July. Oh my gosh, it's almost the, uh, okay, it's close to being double digits in July, but still like, can we all just like tone it down? Like, let's chill. Like it just first day of summer, like happened not too long ago. I don't know why everyone's such in a rush to go to fall time, like chill. And I'm just not those types of people. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, how do you, I don't know. I just am not a fall girly. I do like fall. Don't get me wrong, but I, Nothing compares to summer. I thrive off of summer. Not only like is because my birthday's in the summer, so maybe that's why I'm just like a summer baby, but I love the warmth. I love the sunshine. The long days here say less. I struggle. I have like a love-hate relationship with Utah, but what I love about it here is that the days are so incredibly long in the summer. Like literally it will stay light until like 9.45, sometimes 10 p.m. And it's just like the best thing in the entire world. Not light, but like they'll still be like the afterglow, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel the most creative. Like summer just freaking rocks. I, I, I will never understand. Like back growing up when everyone would be like, what's your favorite season? And like the people that didn't say summer, I was like, are you okay? Like 
especially when like I was in like high school and middle school and stuff like that when you actually had like a school schedule I'd be like you still didn't say summer like summer vacation like okay I can't trust you anyways getting into the episode so I personally really like to make episodes around what I'm really resonating with for that week or like things that I'm really going through or things that are really on my heart like I don't really make episodes be like hmm, what should I talk about and let's just do that like it's usually something that I'm really feeling and like something that's really on my heart space for that previous week because usually in the span of seven days something I'm like really thinking about something heavily so with that being said this topic is one specifically that I just have really been thinking about and honestly kind of working through on my own like something I've been dealing with this week as well trying to improve on because I found myself kind of getting sucked into this and it's something that I have when outlining this episode I was like no this is exactly what it's called. It's something I'm wanting to call the chase state. Now, I feel like this was also like kind of a trend on social media, like on TikTok, where at least, I don't know, maybe I'm just kind of in the spiritual TikTok, but like there was one where, um, no, I think it was like a viral audio, but just how the, the affirmation, like I don't chase, I attract, it's kind of built off of that notion a little bit, but I always see life kind of in two different sides of the coin, which is obviously crazy because I feel like I use that analogy like for so many different episodes, which just proves to show like the duality that is the very root and nature of life. But anyways, I just truly feel like there's two sides and two energies that you can act out of. And one of that is being like the chasing state, right? Feeling like lack, feeling like you have to work and reach to get something. And then on the other hand, I feel like there's the attracting state where you're that's when you are in your power. Things are kind of flowing to you instead of you know, the chase state is someone who's trying to like reach out their hand and grab it. I have a weird, this is how I'm visualizing it. And the attractive state is someone is the person who's able to reach out and take that hand. So I feel like those are kind of the two sides of any sort of action, interaction, exchange, pursuit, anything. That's kind of how I see it in my brain. And so this episode is essentially just going to be elaborating on that and kind of how to get out of being the person quote unquote for constantly reaching that hand and like being like the person like you need to ask for help and like are struggling and getting into the frequency of that attractive frequency excuse me or I guess kind of that receiving state of then turning into being the person who's able to reach out and grab that helping hand from a state of ease allowing things allowing things to come to you as opposed to you overextending and reaching out to them and it's really crazy because I really feel like I find myself in waves with um, I guess these two frequencies and it's I really can tell when I've kind of been in that chase state for too long and it's starting to catch up to me and it's kind of like it gets to a point where I don't even realize it and then I'm like oh like this is why things feel so hard this is why I feel like I'm struggling so damn much so to clarify that chase state is kind of when I'm focusing too much on my output right on too much of the results of the return like the feedback like what am I getting back as at the result of this action or this effort etc or it's also like when I'm super focused on what other people are doing you know what I should be doing what are other people's opinions about this action choice decision all of this sort of stuff like where that is where I'm extending my energy outwards and that's what I'm getting way too dependent on those external variables and on quite frankly things that I can't control as opposed to the flip side that attractive state is you know focusing on your input what you're doing what you want to do what you feel 
well, you know, you know what I mean? Like doing what feels good to you, um, not worrying about the results and the feedback and just doing what feels good to you in the moment and what feels right to you and what you feel like the next best move is. Because when I'm in that chase state, that's when I find I like literally without fail, I always feel like there's a huge freaking bug moth something on my window outside of the window. Don't worry. But like it's midday. What are you doing? And why, why are you up this high? And it, oh, she's okay. She flew. She's on the move or he. Anyways, when I'm in that chase state, that's when I feel like I'm not enough. Like I'm not doing enough. Like I, like, I don't know how, like I don't have the tools in my toolbox. Like I'm, and this was like, this is literally it. It makes me feel like I'm trying to figure out how someone else's game works as opposed to me making up my own game. I don't know if that's going to hit, but that's like the best way that I could feel like the best way that I can describe it. It's like me trying, like me wasting time constantly trying to figure out someone else's game when the rules of their game and how it works and why it works, as opposed to me just focusing on myself and my inputs and focusing on making up my own game in an authentic way, in a way that flows effortlessly for me because it's in alignment with my true self. I find when we get in that chase, that chase state, that chase mentality, it's when we are looking for other people to help to looking to other people to give us certain answers or answers that we are seeking. And again, don't get me wrong. Like that's not to say you can't get inspiration from what has worked for other people, right? Like that's a big thing. It's super relevant. It's valid. It has its place. Like you can get inspired. You can get tips. You can get direction from studying and kind of looking at other people's guards and seeing what works for them. But at the end of the day, too much of that is what kind of gets you in that in the less favorable chase state or the the potency of the chase state where it starts to not serve you anymore and that's when it starts to get like deteriorating for you and kind of has like negative effects on you and I just really think there's a fine line between gathering inspiration and some insight from other people and then also on the flip side like getting too invested and indulge in their in their way that then it leaves you feeling that less than it's kind of like okay here I am with my weird weird analogies but it's kind of like I feel like everyone has their own energetic rhythm their own kind of language in one way or another for lack of, just for this analogy like everyone kind of has their own language and what I mean by that is like there's certain things that work for them simply just because it's in alignment with their own unique frequency which we all have our own unique states and flow of being so it's kind of like you can get inspiration from someone but when you get so indulged in that and try to make it fit for you exactly piece by piece. It's just simply not going to because it's not, it's like trying to fit a square in a circle. Like again, it's similar, right? You're, there's, there's two shapes, but they're not exactly the same. So it's not going to, you can't, there's only so much, so much inspiration that you can take from without it then starting to be deteriorating because it's reminding you that it's not working because you simply are just not the same as that other person. And I just feel like when I get too much into that state, like I said, like seeing what has worked from other people, seeing what's going to what's going to do well, what's going to be successful. Um, you know what I mean? Like what's going to be received well. And no matter what line of work that you are, or you can even make this apply this to something as simple as what if people are going to like your outfit that you're wearing out, you know what I mean? Or, or looking to seeing what other people are wearing and trying to kind of mimic that because you think that's what's going to be accepted. This can kind of be applied 
apply to anything that you see fit or whatever resonates with you. But switching that and kind of this also goes back to that episode about stepping into your power, like switching that and getting out of that that chase state and getting into the attractive state of, you know, just doing what simply feels right to you, focusing on your own input, what feels to be in an energetic alignment with you organically and authentically. That's when I feel so much more collected, confident. And like I'm saying, just like completely in my power. I don't feel like I'm overextending my energy and kind of searching for that someone, something outside of me to validate those, those actions via the results or the feedback or whatever which come with being in that chase state as opposed to being in that attractive state. It's kind of like I'm doing what feels good for me because I'm declaring, you know what I mean? It feels good for me and it gets rid of so much insecurity for me. And again, that, that dependency to be validated and accepted by external things. And it's kind of like the saying that's coming to my mind is, um, you know, when people say like the grass isn't always greener, on the other side, it's greener where you water it. It's kind of like that same thing here. Because like I'm saying, we get so focused on what everyone else is doing, what they think, how they did it, what worked for them, right? That we think that, you know, their way is the better way or their grass is greener on the other side when really looking into any of those things is never going to help unless you do what you can to pour your own energy into your own endeavors or essentially in this metaphor, watering your own grass. Like at the end of the day, you need to focus on your own inputs if that if you want your own lawn to grow and you want your grass to be greener. And I don't know, I just feel like I just have gotten so... I don't, when I focus too much on kind of what's everyone else is doing in their other side lanes, I also picture life like that all of us are in kind of our own lane. When I find myself looking too much from left to right instead of just in my lane and going straight it just leaves me feeling so frazzled and like I said feeling like I don't know how or I don't know what the right answer is and this is again another example there's kind of another you know universal knowing right teaching that you don't want to be in a state of want or you don't want to say that you want things or be in that state of desire and wanting because that implies that you don't have it therefore keeping you from having it and the same thing it applies here like if you're constantly looking to other people for their opinions or how they did it what what you think is going to be received well what's going to be successful what's going to perform well and you're always trying to figure out that answer that's implying that you don't already know that you don't already have that inner knowing therefore keeping you constantly in that chase state of trying to figure out what the right answer is it's just simply like enforcing the concept that you don't know and an example I'm thinking of which I can resonate with for me a personal example is previously a few years ago when I was like really struggling to lose weight I wanted to lean out And I was constantly like looking to other people of how it worked. This is kind of different because it is like a factual thing, right? But this, in this scenario, I, I, I did enough research to knew what the steps were, but I still felt like, I guess I didn't know where to draw the line. And so I, I was almost like obsessively looking at other people, researching other people, seeing what they did, seeing what worked for them, et cetera, et cetera. And it just was constant. And me like, it, it made me feel this anxious, frazzled energy of me like, I need to try to figure this out. Cause like, I don't know, like I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I should do this or this or, and you read way too far into it, whether it's your training, your protocol, your diet, you read way too far into it, which that's a whole other, if you want to make it scientific, which is raising your cortisol levels and all that sort of stuff, which is going to impact your ability to see progress. But more so in the sense of this overall like metaphoric episode 
when you're reading so far into it, you're just affirming to yourself the concept that you don't know. Like you don't know the right answer. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to do it. And that's all the effects of that like chase state that chasing mindset so I guess turning this around on like the positive side and like the point that I'm trying to bring home to this is just like when you're in that quote-unquote attractive state that's when you kind of are trusting that inner knowing and embodiment of whatever the said thing that you are quote-unquote pursuing or wanting to know or achieve or desire whatever the case may be And that's really what flips the switch, which again, it's kind of like we're looking at the same thing, but just two halves of the same hole. We're just flipping and it's still the same coin. We're just looking at the other side of it. And that's where all the magic happens. And that's where that like attractive drawing magnetic energy lies, which we want to live in as much as we can. And so again, there is merit and value to kind of looking to external factors to see what has worked and what performs well. But at the end of the day, you have to stop wasting so much time trying to figure out what's worked for everyone else and start focusing and figuring out and discovering what works for you. Because like I said, everyone's a little bit different. Everyone has their own energetic footprint. So different things are going to align in different ways for different people. So the best way to kind of arrive at that conclusion is to simply get into your power, draw on your energy, collect your energy, Trust that inner knowing in the embodiment of all that you desire, all that you want to be, all that you want to know, etc. Because the more that you're focused on not knowing and figuring and focusing on the fact that you need to find this answer or figure out what works, you're prolonging the fact that you don't already know it. And I think, again, I'm not trying to say like, don't do any research, don't make any effort to try to figure out like what the right answer is. Like you just need to trust yourself and like your intuition is going to tell you. No, still do the the work, right? Like back to my previous episode about taking action, still take the action steps needed to discover the things that you need to discover, right? But it's very different when you're approaching those things in a collected energy of knowing that you are well on your way towards discovering what works seamlessly for you and kind of designing and carving your own path as opposed to just trying to copy the blueprint and figure out some overarching answer that has worked for the masses. And for an example to kind of make this make a little bit more sense, again, I'm in the content creator space, so like take this as just an example that you can apply to your own work. But for example, like I, it's very easy in social media to, you know, look at your numbers if you're growing, right? How, how this certain post did compared to this post and what's performing well in the industry right now. Like what are certain trends? You know what I mean? X, Y, Z, like what should you create that's going to resonate well with the audience? And I find whenever I get into that rabbit chase, that, that rat hole, that's not a saying rabbit hole, (laughs) I it never ever ends well. And like I said, like to start off the podcast, like it just leaves me in this state of constant lack and this state of, I don't know the right answer. I need to seek to try to find it. Or it makes me just feel like I'm not good enough. Like I need to try to figure out, crack this cheat code as opposed to me just writing my own code to begin with and creating from that space there. And I feel like it doesn't really fully make sense until you actually fully experience it. And you're like, no, you're right. Because at first I didn't really fully get it until I finally officially really did embody this whole entire message of this, of this episode. And that's what really flipped the switch for me in terms of the lift fit in this business and kind of my career in this path was me flipping that narrative and understanding that if you're always living in that chase state, you're always kind of going to be 
a sheep in the crowd. Like it's all about you. The most successful people are the ones and the ones who are the most at peace are the ones who have carved their own path by listening to their own creativity, their own intuition, their own authentic urges and creating from that space. Because what's really, you know what I mean? Like no one really can argue this. People are naturally drawn to what is authentic and organic and true to them. And also when you're when you're vibrating and creating from this authentic organic space you are bound to actually truly genuinely and thoroughly align with people who are on that same energetic wavelength who who align with you in the most authentic honest way as opposed to kind of creating success whether it's in your workplace or in school or whatever the case may be or with friendships more so on that like superficial fake level if you will just for lack of a better term because it's not in true alignment with who you actually are. And I hate to be the person that's like, it just works out. Like you just have to trust it. But like, it's true. Like the most that I can, the best I could do is speak from my honest experience, right? Stuff like this that I'm like anything in this episode, any of, well, okay, let's restart. Any of my episodes of my podcast, it's not like I'm speaking about something that can necessarily always be proven, right? They're simply just overall my theories and approaches and perspectives to life with, I mean, there definitely is truth and merit to them, but you know what I'm saying? For the most part, it's not like proving this with, I can't refer to the scientific study. So the best thing that I could do was offer my experiences, right? My, my own real life experiences. And it's just, it's been proven to me time and time and time again. I perform the best. I create the best. I have the best, I guess, feedback from others when I truly am just creating from a space that's in my power from that attractive state, as opposed to creating from a space of me trying to figure out what's going to do well, trying to figure out what's going to resonate with people, trying to figure out what's going to be received and, per- and perceived well um, from, you know, I guess in another term, me trying to do things that's going to be approved by other people. I just create my best in all areas when I'm not sitting and marinating in that chase state, in that chase mindset. And I just think it truly goes back to the fact that you truly create your best work when you are in your power and in that attractive state because you create things are that are actually and organically in alignment with you and other people can feel that because it's, it's, it's true to you. And back to my specific example, like there's so many social media is such a saturated place, obviously, and there's so many different things and people and and products and uh, business ideas and business models and types of content right at my fingertips. So sometimes it's kind of really overwhelming because I'm seeing what so many people are doing at once as opposed to kind of in like a normal workplace. It's like you can only see as far as your coworkers for the most part, everything else kind of feels outside of you. But this, it's, it's just an interesting dynamic in social media that there's so much there to compare and contrast to, which is a beautiful thing. And it's a great thing. And that's like the, that then and of itself is the beauty of social media. But at the same time, from an actual work and creative perspective, it can seem very overwhelming and can make you feel like it's hard to kind of take on. It's hard to not absorb what everyone else is doing you just simply focus on your input and your authentic creation. But it just is really freaking important. Because again, that's where you create your best work and you create what naturally and organically is going to connect the best with your audience because they're looking, if they're authentically connected to you, they're going to be authentically connected with the work that you authentically created. I feel like all of my examples were like about work, but please like take this as you see fit. Just 
My overall message with this podcast that this episode is just to to remind yourself to get out of that chase state and step into that attractive state of just getting back into your power and understand that you have an inner knowing for a reason. You have an intuition for a reason. And we have the ability to create things in life, no matter what it is, your outfit for the day, a poem that you want to write, some work that you want to sell, you know, a style that you want to wear, no matter what it is, we have the ability to create for a reason. And it's always going to look different for everyone. And that's the beauty of it all. And there's no need to get caught up in what everyone else is doing, what's going to perceived correctly. Like there's no need to get caught up in the outputs and the results, but there's every reason to get caught up in your input and your desire and your intention. Cause that's when things are effortlessly going to come towards you that are in natural alignment to you. And that's when you're going to feel enough and confident and you guys know how big I am on affirmations and things like that like how you feel on the inside is everything because that feeling is then what gets translated into you taking a specific action that's in alignment with that thought and feeling so if you're focused on that chase state and you're focused on trying to find something outside of you to find the right answer which is just confirming and affirming and reiterating to the about the concept that you don't already know that's going to make you sit in that lack unworthy unqualified mindset, which is then going to inevitably and subconsciously make you create act, take action that is in alignment with those thoughts and emotions. So just trust me, there's no need to ever live there or ever live in that state. Come into that attractive state, trust yourself and allow things to come to you. Be the person to reach out and take that hand of help as opposed to being the person who's constantly reaching out, trying to get help by reaching their hand, if that makes sense. My analogies are really weird, but that just was something that was on my heart this week. And I hope it made sense to you in some way sometimes I not sure if this is like hitting as much as it is in my own brain but that's just something that's really been on my mind and something I've been honestly actively working towards this week because I've definitely have been in the state of not really creating from my power and I guess and getting too caught up in things that I should be doing so this week it's a big goal of mine to kind of stop consuming this is another thing I always say is create don't consume Um, which is kind of ironic, but it's something I tell myself at times when I'm getting really overwhelmed. I just say, focus on my input, stop focusing, stop letting all that outside noise seep in, which is just distracting you and derailing you and overwhelming you and polluting you and diluting you and your own creativity. Sometimes it's just, it, it doesn't do any good anymore. The inspiration, you know what I mean? There's a cap of how much inspiration you can, you can get from external things. So there comes to a point where I say, create, don't consume, let things, you know, let things go and just focus Focus on yourself in your own corner and pour as much as you can into watering your own grass as opposed to figuring out what everyone else did to make their grass greener. Focus on just taking care of your own and what feels right for you with your own inputs. So for the affirmation for today, I don't chase, I attract is like a super common one, but something that like just authentically came to me is I create from my power an authentic knowing. I've never written this one before, so I I actually really like this. I create from my power and authentic knowing. One more time. I create from my power and authentic knowing. That's it for this episode, you guys. I really appreciate you guys listening or watching. I hope it hit. I hope it resonated in one way or another. Thank you guys so much, as always, for supporting me and listening to this podcast. I really appreciate you guys a lot. I'm sending you guys so, so much love, and hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Peace out, baby.